Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. In Lauren Lake's courtroom, there is no nonsense. When you when I said I'm a Don't talk when I'm talking. Just results. Mr. Jackson, you are the father. <laughs> Live it. Own it. Be it. You see it? Listen to Lauren Lake's Paternity Court on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Zach Selwyn. Welcome to the Audio Up News Network. I'm hanging out with Liam Farrell, who's in Brooklyn. What's up, dude? What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Got any weekend plans, my friend? Uh, let's see. That's a um, no. No, not really. No. <laughs> that is a Farting COVID around. no. COVID. <laughs> I understand. How about you? Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to Austin, Texas to record a podcast with Kinky Friedman. He's going to be playing a character in the Uncle Drank Totally Hammered podcast. Oh, no Very way. Very exciting. Yeah, he lives on a ranch two hours south of Austin on the border. Apparently, it's an old, like, camp that he turned into his residence, and I could not be more excited. Nice. Well, that'll be fun. Get some good uh, barbecue. Yeah. and uh, Maybe. That'd be great. the wall or something. I, maybe I could do that. Maybe tomorrow night. That's my plan. Yeah, because yeah, I have one night in Austin, then I go down to his ranch. And I'm spending the night there. It's gonna get it's gonna get squirrely. Yeah, real spooky. Well, cheers, my friend. Cheers to you, Liam. A uh, lot going on this week. Kind of a tem- a tempestuous news cycle, um, which is why we're gonna start this one with Zach explains sports to Liam. Now we yes, all know please. I am a sports freak. Liam, you know nothing. That uh, in what sport is a football bat used? Uh, UFC, right? You got it. All right. See, you're already learning. <laughs> uh, so let's Nailed see what's it. going on in sports. Huge day uh, this week when the NBA protested the horrible shootings of Jacob Blake uh, by basically refusing to play in a game and almost decided to cancel the whole postseason. LeBron James stepped in and said, guys, we have, we have to do this. We're going we're gonna to go through with this. Pretty heavy stuff, really intense. So that's what's happening following the Milwaukee news. Uh, the Bucks and the Milwaukee Brewers also did not play. So it was a pretty powerful uh, thing yesterday, I think. Who knows if it'll spark any change, but hopefully it will. No comedy here. Just That's just real shit. Yeah, no com- uh, honestly, LeBron James, masterclass in leadership. Like Ooh. the epitome of role model for everybody. Not bad. More than an athlete, the LeBron James masterclass. Uh, unlike the Charles Barkley masterclass where you learn to get drunk and throw people through barroom windows. Yes. And that has been the masterclass that I've had a subscription to for the past 15 years. So yes. I'm going to switch my switch it up. OnlyFans account to LeBron. So. <laughs> See if you're uh, 
life gets any better. Speaking of OnlyFans, did you see that that former Disney actress Bella Thorne made $2 million on her OnlyFans? What? Like in a day? Yeah. No, I heard a bunch of a bunch of people chirping about it, but I wasn't quite sure who they were talking about. She was on some show. I don't know. She was a beautiful young lady. You know, apparently big showtime parents kind of forced into the business, taken advantage of your typical Hollywood story. But then she got into a little bit of a darker side, a little sexual, a little like, you know, maybe put out an album with some suggestive lyrics. And she's pretty... Hmm beautiful lady and i don't know what she did but she made two million bucks on OnlyFans. whereas my OnlyFans, uh i managed to scrape together 13 dollars nice well that'll get you a uh you know chipotle rice bowl that'll work i'll take i'll take it i mean you know i didn't film from my head up i was only from chest down nice that's all they wanted to see that yeah so that's sports there you go you understand it now i think i get it yep Ah. I'm apply. All right, yeah, go apply for sports. <laughs> Good job, man. You are now officially a Yankee fan. Make yourself a Yankee fan, you'll be happy. Yes, I hear all uh, Yankee fans are happy all the time. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, happy birthday to Sean Connery. Turned 90 yesterday. Yes. Do you Huge. do a Sean Connery impersonation? I do not. No, I um I always end up sounding like uh the fat bastard from one of the Austin Powers films. Mm. Yeah. Well, all we ever do is walk around the office here in LA and Jared, every time you do something good, he goes, show the man now, dog. <laughs> so that's, is that from The Rock? No, I think it was from Finding Forrester or something. Oh. He taught some some like kid from the street how to write and read and do something. And once he, you know, so that became like that perennial saying, for like an older guy trying to be cool. Okay. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> I See, I, I always figured everybody like universally sort of around the world knows him for one like iconic role. And okay. that is uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> well, I mean, is there any other right. movie than that? Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a big one, you know. Oh, there, that whole James Bond thing. But at this point. Oh, yeah, okay, he was in that. Here's another Connery quote I like to say from a movie where he was a doctor. It was called, it was in the rainforest or something with Madeline Stowe or something. He goes, I found the cure for the disease of the 20th century and I've lost it. <laughs> and then she says, he found the cure for cancer. That's a real quote. That's two. <laughs> That's two. Did it end up being cancer that he found the cure for? I think so, but he couldn't figure it out or something. Uh, I've lost it. Uh, who was Jam that? Janet. 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 Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> SNL Jeopardy. Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Suck it, Trebek. That's yeah. As good as that's pretty good. Yeah. That was good. And you told me he turned down the role of Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? Wow. Yeah, apparently. Um, so he was offered the role. They gave him first look, and he read the script. Apparently he had never heard of Tolkien. And he just didn't quite understand it, and he passed. Um, wow. Which was, which was, from all accounts, a half a billion dollar mistake, because uh, yeah, that's a lot of uh, Ian McKellen has made five hundred million dollars off of the trilogy. Has he really? Years. Has he really? Five hundred million dollars. Yeah. That is a half a million dollar mistake. I can't think of a mistake I've made in my life that's a half a million oh dollar mistake. God. No. A half a billion or a half a million? Half a billion. Oh my God! 
billion. You're not the man now, dog. You blew that one, didn't you? <laughs> and Ian McKellen's just like, oh, Sean. He's just hanging out with Patrick Stewart, just like riding Ferris wheels and yeah. eating edibles, living his best life. Aging British men. Love them. That's a movie. Where's that movie? Aging British men. Ian McKellen. He should make it. Is McKellen Scottish? I don't know. He might be Scottish. That's a great question. Huh. Well, yeah. Just get all those guys together in a room and give them like a bottle and say like, all right, good luck. Yeah, it's like that movie. What is it? Old Dogs with like uh, Tim Allen and John Travolta. Oh, you mean uh, Wild Hogs? Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> when I say old dogs, yeah. Wild Hogs. Yeah, where they just uh, drive around motorcycles. Fantastic and say, movie. Cool. Shit. Ray Liotta's in it, like as the badass Ray. making fun of me. Look at these guys. <laughs> wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> old Blue Eyes Liotta. Yeah. Chantix. Bring me a Chantix. Oh, yeah. He's a spokesperson for that, right? Yeah. The, the e-cigarette that got him to quit smoking or something. I don't even know what it is. We should get him on the show. Oh, I'd love to. I love Ray Liotta. He's got a darkness behind his eyes. Oh, so I'd love to dive into it. Did you do this for yourself, Ray? <laughs> Field of Dreams. What an actor. Oh, my God. The best. Uh, so we have – he's 90. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, but he's Big retired. Ups. I don't think he even works anymore. Yeah, I, I did a quick uh, IMDb of him, and uh, his last movie was in 2012, I believe. So he's, uh, he's kicking it. He doesn't need to do anything else. No, I'm sure that his James Bond movie money and all that other stuff has done just fine for – Shawnee Cons, of course. Yep. Indiana Jones's father as well. Rewatched that recently. It totally That's holds right. up. Yeah. Totally yeah. holds up. I remembered my Charlemagne. May my weapons be the guns <laughs> in the hands and the birds in the sky. <laughs> Dad, how'd you sleep with her? What? I'm assuming as the next man. Dad, I was the next man. <laughs> nice, <laughs> there you go. Anyway, um, what else is going on? The RNC. The Republican National Convention. Your boy, Donald Trump Jr. What a speech. Uh, did you see this? I saw highlights of it. I, I couldn't bring myself to watch this thing. I mean, you went to college. You know what being around people that are on cocaine are like. Mm -hmm. It was pretty clear to anybody who saw it. People are talking. Everyone's saying he was getting into the Colombian flake in the green room right before he walked out. Really? So what were the signs that he was high on coke? Uh, well, I mean, his eyes were completely gone. They were bloodshot. He, they okay. were watering. It looked like he was, he was crying. He was very animated with his hands. He's doing the thing that his dad does where he plays an invisible accordion. Oh, I love you that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And he like makes the shrinking box and brings it out more. Yeah. Yep. I know this is a podcast, but, but yeah, if you can home, see it. Just, he's nailing it. Liam is nailing it. I'm nailing it. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Trump. Um, yeah. So he did that move. DTJ. Um, but the crazy thing is it wasn't live. None of this was live. So they had several takes to do this. And the one that we all saw was apparently the best take. That's horrifying. I'm going to go rewatch it because I didn't know it was not live. First of all, part of the, you know, performance is do it live. You know, this isn't yeah. like Britney Spears lip syncing at the VMAs. Like get out there nope. get on stage, prove that you're a freaking leader. You schmuck. Exactly. Why didn't and he do it live? He just can't do it. He can't pull it off. 
I mean, they could, I mean, it's just a risk, a risk they don't need to take. They, you know, have all morning to do it and then they just find the best take and put it out because nobody's, yeah. you know, there's no, um, there's no crowds or anything, but, um, yeah, I mean, we're got to have the, the internet was a buzz mm. rumors and, uh, you know, of course it made it to the morning talk shows and Trump Jr. said he blamed it on the bright lights, God damn which, it. I mean, you're a showbiz guy, you know, yeah. sometimes the lights can be a little bit now the lights are your friend because they block the crowd from you. You're just staring into an, a, an abyss when you're on stage. You, there's like there's nothing there. You don't have to pretend there's an, even an audience there. It's fantastic. Exactly. So you use the lights. I'm disappointed in this whole thing. Could you imagine doing He's, coke with that guy anyway? Like, could you imagine getting stuck at like a bathroom with that guy five, four in the morning? Oh my god. Well, I'm la- I'm loud and annoying enough that I'm not a cocaine user, but I I can. I've been around enough to know that it's not fun and I just would not want to be hanging around with him doing. Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. Uh, as my stepfather told me when I was about seven years old, he said, Hey man, don't do cocaine. It's an expensive way to get nervous. <laughs> that's, that's great <laughs> advice. And it's also great advice for a seven year old, a seven year old. Yeah. At that moment, I'm like, well, I'm not doing drugs. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like picturing him in like some like hotel suite, just blasting third eye blind and mm-hmm. screaming Aquaman quotes in your ear. Yeah, that's that is a DT. That's a party with Donald Trump Jr. See <laughs> the one who's is he? See the one who got divorced recently? Yeah, and his girlfriend spoke at the convention too. I can't remember her name, but Gilfoil, like Kimberly Gilfoil. They're they're saying she's like the breakout star of the RNC convention. She's a breakout something, but I don't know about. <laughs> she a Real Housewife. Yeah, she should be. I don't even know who she, she is. Real Housewife of Schenectady, New York. One of their less least popular spinoffs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else is going on here? Uh, Elon Musk is debuting a working Neuralink device today, which is interesting. This thing is like a high resolution uh, with high bandwidth brain machine interface. It's like the internet without screens. Like you basically, he's trying to invent something where you can like look everything up into your brain. I don't understand what this is. This is some Dude, matrix been, shit. That's exactly right. I've been following the story closely because okay. Basically, think about looking at a phone, looking at a laptop, whatever screens in general. It's going to become obsolete very quickly, quickly than more faster than we know. So this whole Neuralink thing is it started you know to help people who are are deaf or maybe are paralyzed due to some neurological disorder, they go into your brain, they add some little bots and whatever, and they fix it. It's been phenomenal. Like they've been really like groundbreaking technology. Wow. But why stop there kind of thing, right? Right. Like why not just have Spotify pumped your daily mix pumped into your, your brain every day. Do you really think this is, do you really think this is going to work? Screens are going to become obsolete and people are going to be willing to do this within the next five years. Really? That's not, even, with that, that's not even a joke. I mean, it's going to be for a lot of people. Um, and I think it's going to create these two, these two separate classes. There's going to be the, the people that are connected to the neural link that can just go to any country, speak whatever language because they don't need to translate or anything. It's all just automatically processed in their brain chip. And wow. then there's going to be people who are like, I'm not letting them put a chip in. I like freedom and all that stuff. Just to be left in the dust, my friend. Dude. Well, it's, it's all like that Black movie. Mirror episodes. It is. It sounds like a Black Mirror. It's like that uh, movie with Tobey Maguire when they're all in black and white, and then they turn and you like can choose to go color. Pleasant, Pleasantville. Pleasantville, yeah. 
And all yes. the people who were the old school guys are like, why would you do that to yourself, man? Yep. That was kind of a fucked up movie. But dude, if I have to choose between a Neuralink and not a Neuralink, I'm going with not a Neuralink. Well, I, I will see you later. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm going to the future, in, baby. I'm going to the That's future. Right. Not me. I can't, I can't risk it until there's at least a beta. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. I'm not going to just be an... Uh, I'll be a medium adapter. I won't be an early adapter. I'll see how many brains it fries, but... Right. It's, it's before it comes to get us. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Ads in your brains, porn in your brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, uh, the Google yeah. Glass did not work. It's just so. another screen. Ah, you're right. Don't you think people, people need a visual, s- though, to go along with a lot of their stuff? Dude, your brain, your, or your eyes is, uh, are receptive. Your brain re- receives the information that you're, from your eyes, so they'll be able to just pump. I think everyone will start walking around with the time and date up in the corner. You'll have the weather, the temperature, all that stuff. It'll just be, instead of having to look at your phone, it'll just automatically be. So it's the beginning of roboticizing our entire civilization. One way to look at it. The other way is like the singularity is inevitable. Like we've already created all this AI. There's all these like Boston Technica or whatever it is, like all these bots that are running around. And instead of waiting for the war to happen where we have to fight all the robots, why don't we just merge with them now? Mm, I like it. You know? You know? I'm, I'm optimistic. Well, I'm excited to uh, get this podcast going in like six weeks when you have a neural link installed in your brain and you're like seeing, you know, futuristic worlds and visions that I'm not. Uh, where I'm I just, won't even have to say it. I, I won't even just, have to talk on the podcast. <laughs> I can just. Uh, you'll just think, think it, it and it'll come through. Yep. Uh, that's pretty exactly. funny. Very funny and very interesting. I was not aware of this. And it comes out today. So if anyone out there is on this right now or using it, let us know. We'd love to hear how it's going and what the best porn sites are. And can you clear your history? Can you clear your history? That's the big question. I've got a lot of history up in my brain I'd like to clear. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of long nights with Donald Trump Jr. in the bathroom. Um, (laughs) Speaking of drugs. Trump said he dem- he's going to demand that Joe Biden takes a drug test before the debates. What is this all about? Yeah, I mean, I think he's just, he's just fronting. He's just trying to, like, stir the pot a little bit. I mean, I think they're both on whatever old people pharmaceuticals that they're on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I totally support it. Um, I, I think if either of them tests positive for drugs, if one does and the other doesn't, then the other has to take the same drug. So they're both on an even playing. Now that's no fair. Reason to, yeah. It's yeah. like baseball. Like if you test positive for steroids, you got to get kicked out or, or else you make everybody in the league do it and see how it evens the playing field. Is that a ba- that's guys. I'm not a sports guy. That's the baseball rule, right? Yeah. hundred percent, but they should it. just allow everything. So I always used to argue, you know, like, do you think steroids should be legal? I said, you know, if, if they said to me, here's a pill or here's something that you can take, and it guarantees that you will become, you will write the next great American novel. Would you do it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, what's the long-term effects? My kidneys explode when I'm 84. It's all right. I'll buy, I'll get another one. I'm going to Neuralink upload another one. Who wants to go too much farther past 84? Anyway? I think you're right. I think that's about when it's time to shut it down. If you're lucky yeah. to get that far. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking funny. What else is happening in that story? So the, he was saying he wants them to get drug tested. Sure. Uh, what happens if they both test negative? Uh, well, if they both test negative, I think 
the, what they should do is they should go out to all the vice news correspondents that are in the audience reporting on the um, debate, have them empty their pockets, and all of the contents have to be split up and consumed Ooh. by both candidates. All right, you need to take a Mandrax. You're on all this speed. You take all this. You just smoke all this weed. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Somebody a crocodile because they were just like embedded with ISIS in like the Ukraine or whatever. I don't know. Those are all kinds. Of, those vice guys are crazy. Those vice dudes are nuts. I, I, nuts. I think you, if you test negative, you cannot be a vice reporter. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Oh, definitely. You have to have a positive drug test to write or produce for that company. Yep. Everyone I know who's ever worked there is like, yeah, I was at this shoot with you know Post Malone. <laughs> we, we were we were doing blow till four and smoking weed and doing, and then he starts wanting to work on some music. I'm like, how, you're forty. Like, how are you doing this? It yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I went to I went to a Vice like holiday party one year because one of my clients got us in, and I it was uh, uh, this, this band Anamanaguchi opened for Rick Ross, and I was <laughs> enjoying the show. I turned around and uh, Johnny Knoxville was standing behind me. I said, "Hey, Johnny." He's like, "Oh, hey, he's a normal guy." And then I turn around again. He's just sobbing, crying. And I just I wanted to leave him alone. I didn't know why. Oh, it wasn't. Was it wasn't the band wasn't. The band wasn't terrible, or he was just having a moment. No, it was Rick Ross. It was like push it to the limit. It was, Dude, that's. I don't know why. Wow. I just left him alone. I didn't want to bother him. I went up to Johnny Knoxville in L.A. once. He was hammered at this bar, and. Uh, I was like, hey, man, here's my band. I gave him a CD. And he was like, all right, hey, that's awesome. And he reaches in his pocket. He goes, what do I have for you? And he just gave me like five pills out of his pockets. Nice. And he said, just take those. And I was like, thanks, man. And I just trashed him. I'm like, I have no idea what this guy just gave me. It was obviously yeah, some sort of need... speed. I mean, that dude was out of his mind. You do not need jackass pills. <laughs> no. And that was like probably at the beginning of the end for that whole show, you know? Yikes. Yeah, I mean, not many people made it out of that very well. I wow, mean, Steve-O's right? doing well. Yeah, because he got sober. Good. He got he sober. Got... Johnny's doing good. His production company's kicking ass. I don't know how his personal life is, but... Yeah. Then the guy, one guy Bam. died. Bam's yep. kind of done, right? Dude, Bam is a mess. I've heard a couple podcasts where he's been the guest, and I, he'd probably do our podcast, to be honest. <laughs> that's he, how bad... That's how low it's... That's how bad it is. <laughs> he would probably... We could get, get Bam Margera on this show. hundred percent. Well, he put his, he put his, you know, that he had his own show on MTV, mm -hmm. um, Viva La Bam. And he was, he bought this big mansion from all his jackass and skateboarding money. That's now on Airbnb. You can, you can rent that. Oh place. my God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was just to too much money, too many drugs, too much fun. Yeah. Too young. Yep. Yeah. Too easy. Just mm -hmm. too easy for that guy. Uh, that's what happens. You don't put in any work. You fucking blow that shit quickly. Mm -hmm. You know? Anyway, shout out to all the Jackass alumni. Chris Pontius. Who's the guy who died? Uh, there was one guy who passed away driving home from one of my favorite Ryan bars. Ryan Dunn. He, yeah. was, he was the man. Yeah. One, the one man. of my favorite bars in LA that I used to go to. He was, I think that was his final stop that night. Oh, no way. Bummer. Yeah, except my bartender buddies uh, was there. Anyway, uh, you know who else is not doing well? We've talked about her a lot. Brittany. Uh, Brittany, she's trying to get out. Remember, we talked about Brittany trying to get out her dad out of her uh, trust or whatever the hell it is. So now she's got her younger sister who's going to inherit this fortune when she dies. So now the whole family is just saying, all right, Brittany, I need more money. 
Leeches everywhere, Zach. Leeches. Leeches. Did you watch the Whitney Houston documentary, Whitney? I did not. Leeches everywhere. Really? Did I just uh, like accidentally quote Whitney? No, but that it was amazing. Like she had, you know, a staff of like a hundred people, and forty of them were like quote unquote related to her. You know, including her two brothers who had like a hundred eighty-five thousand dollars salary to basically go on the road with her and like get her pills when she needed it. Um, <sighs> it was crazy, man. So I good mean, luck. I, yeah, good luck, Brittany. Rest in peace, Whitney. Um, I'm a poet. I didn't know it. But I honestly think that this would make a great Netflix docuseries hmm. to bin. Like just watching like the, the inner workings of her family and all the drama. Sort of like a Tiger King kind of thing. Dude, and, they, uh, they start so working true. on it now. Yeah. You know, white trash I mean, with money is scary. Always. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, no- I think if they get on this now, we can have it in time for COVID-26. <laughs> yeah, the next lockdown. Yes. The next lockdown, we'll be ready to go. Uh, although I'm just going to be watching, during that one, uh, Scooby-Doo episodes, because it's sad to report that Joe Ruby, the creator of the great Scooby-Doo, has died at age 87. Yes. Wow. Anything to say about this? I mean, this was a huge show for me growing up. Big show. I mean, it, I feel like it transcended generations. There was, yeah. It, I don't know how many seasons it lasted, but the you know there were several movies beyond the actual t- uh, cartoon. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a big loss for the the uh, cartoon and mystery community. Um, his family said it was natural causes. Right. But I say uh, I think he probably would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> 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 oh, Scooby, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> so when I was uh, first in college and right after college, I joined the sketch comedy group and I played Shaggy, like a drugged out Shaggy. It was like one of my first characters I really did on stage. And I used to go like, oh, like, hey, Scoob. Hello, one in here, but us chickens. Yeah, us chickens. <laughs> right, don't get it. I like what's not to get Scoob. It's about all I had. Then I would talk about how I got in a threesome with Daphne and Velma. Zoinks! (laughs) How hot would that be? Kilfs, bro. Kilfs. Kilfs. You know, so rest in peace to my boy Joe Ruby. Thanks for all the laughs. Uh, Scooby, always so the two highest cartoon characters ever, Shaggy and Scooby. And before then, it was like socially acceptable for people to be high. Mm -hmm. Maybe they would get out of the the van and there would be smoke coming out. Yeah, just just never said clouds of smoke yeah those who knew knew right and they were always hungry and you know you know the name of the game scooby snacks you ever eat those they they made those didn't they i don't know i always wondered if they would taste more like dog treats or if they would taste Mm. more like human treats i'm gonna go with human bar yeah i'm gonna go with human because a human will eat a human treat and so will a dog but only a dog will eat a dog treat unless shaggy was just so high he didn't care yeah and then also like you know how you get like dog or cat food and it's like salmon flavored or like yeah steak flavored. like who how do they know who makes who tests it to make sure that Ugh. it's flavored that way Ugh, you're right yeah that's really gross someone's got to be there like going all right i'll do it guys i'll do it we drew straws you would do it I would do it for um, money. Like, like, yeah. Like, if it, it's probably not too much, too time consuming. I do it for thirty thousand a year and health insurance. 
Huh. And then I could just have a side gig. That's all you need, huh? 30K a year. <laughs> all right. I mean, it's not eight hours, you know, it's not eight right. hours. Right. It's a day. one, it's one little treat a day. Yeah. Check in once a week, try the new flavors, give your feedback. And go Chicken liver food. dumpling. What do you think? Delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tilapia. Into a burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Just mix it in. So it goes yeah, fine in this. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of snacks, uh, new Girl Scout cookie flavor announced. My Ooh. daughter was very excited. Uh, but here's my thing. It's a French toast flavored cookie. And the title of the cookie, because they always have these clever names for their cookies, like the Thin Mint and the Samoa, which should be canceled, by the way. Samoans are very angry. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's called Toast Yay. Like Toast that, Yay? Toast Yay. That's the name of the cookie. So some marketing genius at the Girl Scout cookie uh, – you know, whiteboard was sitting there going, we got, what do we got guys? What do we got? And people threw out all their options and that's what won. Toast. They just had the Girl Scouts kick it or pick it. I know. Maybe someone turned to their creator and went, that's it. Genius. We got them. I want a hundred boxes sold by the weekend. Toast. Yay. I would try. I mean, French toast is French toast and they've already made it into cereal and it's been okay, but I would try it in a cookie form. Sure. Why not? I eat it. They, did they do a Girl Scout cookie cereal? Uh, they did a French toast cereal. Oh, wait a minute. Zach, that's a great idea. It has Girl to be done. Girl Scout cookie are, cereal. Are you Googling it right now? No, I'm looking at you Googling it. I saw you. Yeah, I'm going to look it up here. Let's see here. See if we're onto a great genius idea for it's been made. Uh, oh, yeah, they made we it. We might have to cut this part <laughs> out. In fact, get all the money for ourselves. in October 2016. Girl Scout cookie cereal was announced by a limited for a limited edition, two flavor run, thin mints and caramel crunch. Ooh. That's it. They didn't huh. go. I mean, I've said this, I've said this before. They need to stick with my idea of thick mints because I'm body positive and thin mints is not creating a good. So we got to cancel Girl Scout cookies. Thin mints, just totally body. Cancel shaming. Samoas. Cancel, cancel yes. thin mints. That's it. And toast. That's why Toast Yay made it through. They're like, that's pretty good. That's safe. Yeah. You know. Anyway, that's a good week of news right there. And uh, I think that's going to wrap up this week's Audio Up News Network. Liam, anything to add before we roll into the weekend? No, just that I'm continuing to pray and say the rosary for Britney Spears, and I hope she gets solace. Toast Yay. Couldn't agree more. And, uh, We'll be back. Actually, we are probably taking Monday off because I will be traveling. Uh, so it will not be a Monday episode unless you want to handle it yourself, Liam. I will give you full reign. You want to do it? Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, shoot me an email. I got to I will do the, that. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Look for Liam's solo debut on Monday. We're all very excited. It's going to be weird. This is going to be like when David Lee Roth left Van Halen, man. It'll be a guided <laughs> meditation. Yeah, just... What did he do? He led a meditations. This is horrible. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend, y'all. Adios. Namaste. Hi, I'm Jingle Jared. In my former occupation, I was the biggest jingle writer of all time. Now I'm looking for a new job, speaking to every entrepreneur that I can find so I can find out what it's like to transition from one career to another. All of this expert advice has become the bedrock for a podcast I'm calling Occupational Therapy. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, la, la. Ooh, la, la.
Hi, this is Dennis Quaid, and I want to tell you about a new show I've produced that I know you're going to love. It's called The Pet Show, and well, it's a show about pets, dogs, cats, snakes, birds, and our relationship with these animals. It's the podcast with a purpose. Listen to The Pet Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find the ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. 